Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by the Riley Carson book series. Nancy Drew Meets Animal Rescue is the theme of the series, and it is for kids nine and up, eight if they're a strong reader, or adults of all ages who love animals. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a great series. Uh, you can pick it up on um, where where can you pick it Riley up? RileyCarsonSeries.com. Awesome. Or Amazon, or ask your local bookseller to purchase one for you. <laughs> there you go. So uh, before we get started, we want to thank you for tuning in, and you know if you wouldn't mind, uh, give us a thumbs up if you like this content, and also down below somewhere right around in here uh, should be a little button that says subscribe. If you click on that, it helps us out a lot. And then once you do that, there's a bell that you can click on, and it'll ring and let you know every time that we have a video come up because we do these videos every two weeks. Did I faded out for a minute? Did you say thumbs up? Yes, thumbs up. And then after, did you say comment? I did not say comment. We like those comments because we always do a commenter of the show. So make sure to comment and let us know what you think. Today we have a great, oh, before we get into the interview, yep. if you'd like one of these official dog nerd stickers, save for indoor or outdoor use, make sure to watch till the end. Um, but today we have a great interview with Rob from Rob's Rescues. And uh, Rob started reaching out to we're doing i guess volunteer work mm -hmm. at eight years old yeah it was so interesting hearing him talk about how he got started and everything won't you tell people how how he did get started megan yeah so he'll talk about it a little bit but um basically he was eight years old and wanted to do something about animals in shelters and took action so all it takes is the idea but then implementing it and actually taking action. So um, you can find Rob online, robsrescues.com, and that will link you. You can go to his Facebook. You can see all about what he does and how to find him. Um, but he does wonderful interviews and, and has expanded his reach over the years. And uh, he was a lot older than I thought he was going to be when we met him because I've been reading his articles for a while. But you know, I guess it was a longer while than I realized. Yeah, yeah. So without further ado, let's uh, listen to Rob and his story. We are here today with Rob from Rob's Rescues, and we are going to talk all about how you can take your passion and make a difference even at a young age. So Rob, you are now 16, but you started Rob's Rescues when you were how old? Eight. Eight years old. That okay. I mean, that's amazing. I wish I had had that um, ambition when I was a kid because I had a lot of ideas and I didn't follow through. Um, what inspired? Let's first tell us about Rob's Rescues, and then we'll talk about how you got inspired. So Rob's Rescues is my company, where I go to the shelter and I write about dog and cat every month, and I put in five local magazines. And I also collect pet food for needed people around the community. I interview people around the community and what they do to help dogs and cats and wildlife. And I help conservate that. That is fantastic. And if you guys aren't 
I guess it's local publications, right? So local to like Woodstock, Georgia. Um, what are the publications that they can find your, your articles in? Kennesaw, Canton, um, Woodstock, Ackworth, and Town Lake. Okay, awesome. So um, you were eight years old, and what was there like one instance or maybe some something in your life that inspired you to do this? Well, I always liked when I was younger going to the shelter and like just seeing dogs and cats and reading to them. And I thought, what could I do more? So my mom suggested me write an email to the editor, Kenny Hennigan, the editor of Four Local Magazines. And she said that it was an amazing idea if I wrote about a dog and cat. So you started going to the shelters with mom yep. and, and reading? Yep. That's awesome. So thanks to a supportive mom, we got a little kick to go, you know, just ask. And that's what we were talking about, right, is just ask if you can help. Exactly. Yeah. So um, with that, what do you think other kids, so if there are 8-year-olds out there or 10-year-olds out there or even 16-year-olds out there, what do you suggest that they do to try to get started with their passion, whether it's dogs or recycling or maybe it's, you know, kids with cancer? Well, you can always do something. If you have an idea, you can go out and do it and just ask if you can do something about it. Yeah, there's always people that need some sort of help, right? Whether it's, you know, stuffing envelopes or maybe somebody is crafty and they can make things for, you know, cancer patients. But I think that's fantastic. You know, I think we we get to where we get overwhelmed with a problem sometimes and don't know how to go about fixing it. But I think that's the simplicity in your answer of just asking is just beautiful. I think that's really great. Um, so... Did, have you had any challenges with um, your volunteer work, or has there been anything that sort of, I mean, I know in the animal world, it can get really heavy emotionally. Has there ever been anything that has been hard to do? Well, it's always hard to go out and see what people are putting up with, but when you help them, it really, like, puts a smile to your face. Yeah, and you said that you help people who maybe can't afford food do you collect donations locally for that? Um, yeah, yes, That's I do. Great. And do you deliver the food yourself? Um, I I drop it off some people, like the shelter and some other people, like who go to outreaches and yeah. stuff, and they can they can go over and help them. That's great because sometimes people have hard times, but their pets still need food, and you know we don't often think about that. Now. Um, what has been your favorite interview or anything super interesting that you've done? I went down to Sea Island Turtle Center and I interviewed Dr. David Steen. And I got to patrol the beaches looking for sea turtles and their eggs. That was oh, really cool. did you find any? Yes, I did yeah. actually. So do you just, is that like you mark them so people know to stay away from the area or what does that entail? Um, yeah, we basically they keep track of all the turtles and where they lay their eggs and they outline it so people know not to walk near them. That's incredible. Okay, so I am all about dogs, but you do some stuff for cats too, right? Yep. 
So tell us what the need for cats is out there in terms of overpopulation. Well, there's so many cats out there and we need to trap neuter and release them to stop the overflow because it's getting out of hand. Yeah. Can people contact local groups to help with that if there's a problem with stray cats, do you know? Um, yeah, there's a group called the Gray Project okay. who helps stray cats. Awesome, yeah, that's, it's a huge problem and you know, it just, it's never gonna stop if they don't get fixed, right? <laughs> and also I wanted to ask about your most recent interview um, with Global Conservation Corps and is it Rhino Man the movie? Yes, it is. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about that organization and what they do. Well, Global Conservation Corps trains rangers to help stop rhino poaching. That is fantastic, and they've got a movie coming out soon, right? Yep. Awesome. So go to Rob's website for more information on that and to read the interview, right? So looking forward, I know you're only 16 and, you know, people are going to ask you from now until you're in college, what do you want to do someday? Do you have um, a desire to maybe go into something like marine biology or something in the animal field? That's a possibility. I was also maybe going to law Nice. and maybe like wildlife conservation, yeah. something like that. Very important things for sure. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about or where can people find you? I've got a website, robdressies.com, where you can look at what I do, interviews, and just they can, they can always do something to help the community. Awesome. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Wow. How inspiring. Um, talk about a vision a young man that, that had a vision and uh, put action to it, you know. So I would encourage everybody to to please go to robsrescues.com and uh, read his articles and follow this young man. Uh, I see a big, big future for this guy. Absolutely. I don't know if I ever told you, but I actually had a really good idea when I was a kid, probably about eight years old, and um, – didn't take action and didn't know how to take action on it. But essentially it became like what GoFundMe is now. I would see, you know, people on TV that lost everything or went through a tough time and I mm. would lay in bed at night because, you know, sometimes I have trouble sleeping. Well, that was me as a, ch a child too. I remember laying in bed, like I vividly remember this moment. I couldn't sleep and I was laying on my bed sideways because, you know, I was restless and I thought, you know, if everyone in the world just gave $1, <laughs> imagine what we could do. Yeah. And of course, that became, you know, the crowdfunding stuff and, and all that. Um, of course, when I was eight years old, there was no internet. So, but but still, you know. Yeah, Sally Strutter's on, on TV, <laughs> you know, talking about. True, true. Starving kids and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, so I mean, it's just, I say that just to illustrate the point of, you know, you can have a great idea, but if it ends there, it's not going to change the world. It's not going to affect anyone. So take action. If there's something that you've been thinking of doing, take action. Yeah, absolutely. You know, something in a good way, right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of taking action, so we have a limited amount of official dog nerd stickers. So how would one get one of those stickers, Megan? Email us at dognerdshow at gmail.com with your email address that you would like to use on our email list, which we are compiling. 
you will be one of our email subscribers and you'll get this great sticker, which is safe for indoor or outdoor use. All for the cost of zero dollars. Yeah. In fact, it's going to cost us something, the sticker and the stamp. So, you know, I think you guys are the winners. Yeah. Um, so comments are of the show. So we had some great comments on our, what it's like to adopt a dog episode. Thank you for those. And, um, I'm actually going to read two, uh, Moreland house one said, thanks for sharing. It's important for people to realize not everything is going to be easy. Oh yeah. And I did have like a, a kind of a panic moment after the episode where I was like, I hope we didn't discourage people to rescue, but the idea for that was, hey, it's okay and it's going to be okay and it's going to get better. Just give it time and patience. Yep. So I hope you guys got that from the episode. And then David F. said, people mostly want a puppy, but as you said, they chew. In my humble opinion, it's better to get a middle-aged or old rescue dog. They fall in love just as quick and old dogs are great if you are not good at long walks. And I thought that was perfect because, yeah. you know, like when we entertain the idea of getting your parents a dog we were thinking of like a senior dog. Yeah. Um, puppies are a lot of work, you guys. Like even, okay, we got Dansby at around nine months. He still has a lot of puppy in him. Could you yep. imagine Dansby as a 10-week-old puppy? Mm. 10 weeks to nine months. That would, you know, it's a lot. And and you forget if you've had the, the blessing of living your life with a, a dog yeah. for a long time, like we did, 17 and a half and... 15 years, you forget what the puppy stage was like. I mean, everything's chewed. Everything's a toy. You're getting bitten. You're the jungle gym that they're crawling all over. You, you know, the training, just everything, you yeah. know, they, they're, they're not mellow and it takes them a little while to get mellow. So I think those are important points. So be patient when you rescue and know that it is going to get easier and puppies, are a lot of work. So just, and that's why I think dogs like Dansby end up back in the shelter system because he was too much for somebody. It yeah. was not the right lifestyle for them. So if you want a dog, consider one that's got a few years under its belt and it'll probably be a little easier if you're not raring to go for the puppy yeah. stage. Well, we kind of covered it a little bit, but tell people where they can get in touch with us. Yes, you can find us everywhere on social at Dog Nerd Show. Email us at dognerdshow at gmail.com. And then if you would like some of our gear, go to uh, etsy.com slash shop slash hound and thistle. And of course, RileyCarsonSeries.com if you would like to delve into the Riley Carson series. Yep. And as always, links will be down below for all of those. Folks, we really appreciate this and thank you for tuning in. And until next time, bye. Bye.